Hello, hello everyone and welcome to the NARSA weekly update for the week commencing Monday, June 28th, 2021. It's Gary Gillen here and I am once again your host for this week's edition and I hope everyone is doing fantastically well and now enjoying the fact that all of our players are out of the Euro 2020 Championships and we don't have to worry about any of them being injured any longer, which is kind of good news. Well, uh, maybe not, apart from Borna Barisic, who was completely missing through injury from Croatia's extra time defeat in uh, by Spain uh, earlier today. So hopefully it's nothing serious and he'll be fit for the beginning of the season for us. But that's a bit of a worry because he was out most of the tournament already, then came back in for a bit of a cameo for Scotland. And then I just assumed that I would see him today. And I never, and that was a wee bit of a blow. And unfortunately for them, that was a fantastic game, but unfortunately for them, Spain just said a wee bit too much at the end of the day. And I do have to tell you, right now, nothing really Rangers related, but it's absolutely, unbelievably roasting where I am in the world right now. I live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and we will have in the mid-30s, all week, 30 degrees Celsius all week, which is very, very strange and unusual for those types of temperatures to last that long. Over here in these parts, we get the odd the odd day here and there, but never for like a week at a time sort of thing. So with no air conditioning at my house, it's going to be a long and very uncomfortable week all round. So maybe next week's update might end up being a little bit more crabbit, as we would say back home, because I'll have had very little sleep this week with all the heat at night as well oh well so from a game segment perspective for this week you can definitely tell we're getting closer to the new season when you have sky sports announcing fixture times or fixture dates changes for games involving us and others of course and we have also just today beefed up our pre-season schedule with us now playing an additional four pre-season oh, sorry an additional three to the Arsenal game that was already announced from a pre-season perspective. So we now have games on Monday, July the 5th, which is a week from today, away to Partick Thistle at 7pm UK time, 2pm Eastern Standard Time. Then the following Saturday, we are away to Tranmere Rovers at the unearthly time of 7am Eastern Standard Time. That's a noon kickoff back home. And the following week is the Arsenal game that I mentioned just a wee bit a go there, and that's a 2pm UK kickoff, so 9am Eastern Standard Time kickoff over here, and then Wednesday, July the 21st, for an away match at Blackpool, and that's a 7pm kickoff, so 2pm Eastern Standard Time for that as well. And in addition to that, they also have on Friday, January the 23rd, which is you know, basically a week and a day before the season starts, we they have a MyJers open training session planned for Ibrox on that day, and uh, it's, it's a great idea to to include MyJers and, and the opportunity to go and see open training sessions, all that as part of one of the perks and benefits of being a MyJers member. And also, I'm kind of hoping, I don't even know whether it will be or not, but I'm hoping that this will also be covered by RTV, because that would be very, very cool to see. So we'll put the link to... The, the new fixture announcements, I'm sure you know about them already, just in the blurb for tonight's podcast, and then we'll see where it goes from there. From an RTV perspective, now that we have the pre-season fixtures organised, our first question to RTV, as always, 
was are we getting these games and and the short answer I can tell you right now is that we do have a pre-season planning meeting with RTV this coming Wednesday morning at 8.30 my time that's 3.30pm UK time with myself our broadcast RTV director Alan McWatt and the NARSA VP Brian Campbell and we'll be meeting as always with David Melvin from RTV to go through a whole bunch of things including looking back to last season and the 55 season for us and also more materially for planning for what the world looks like as we go forward and when we're all hoping that we have more normalcy introduced for us for season 2021-22 in terms of production, in terms of the coverage that we get, in terms of obviously fans being at the stadium to add to the atmosphere and that sort of thing. So I'm hoping, I'm anticipating this meeting will be a logical handoff meeting where Alan can be introduced to the process and gradually ease his way into that portfolio and make it his own. So looking forward to that. So we'll have more. I've had a couple of questions already today saying, are we getting the games this week? Uh, sorry, this next wee while because the first game's in, in basically less than a week from now. And the short answer is, we don't know. We will discuss that. That's going to be one of the agenda items that we have for Wednesday's meeting with David. So I know I've mentioned this, it feels like for about a month and a half now, but from an RTV perspective, we do have, we still have some clubs that have yet to pay their full season dues for from last year. So we are chasing up. There's only two left. And we we need those in before we can pay RTV. So we will get that sorted out. I said last week that I hoped that last week would be the final week of that and we would have it all done, but uh, I guess not. And we'll just have to figure out what that looks like. But we'll talk to David about that. The, the payment is, is pending, obviously, very, very quickly. But I don't like owing anybody anything and especially not our generous partners over at RTV. So we'll get that sorted as we move forward. So from a shout-out perspective... From this week, I am going to give a special shout out to my lovely darling baby boy Leo, who is pretty much all but finished school here now. I say pretty much all but finished. He has one more day tomorrow and what they call elementary school over here in Canada, which is essentially him just completing or finishing primary seven, as we would say in the old country money. And he now moves on to junior high, which takes him from grade seven to nine before he goes on to high school which is grades 10 to 12 it really is incredible how time flies and and huge congratulations to, to leo i'm kind of talking to myself right now because i'm fairly sure he'll never actually listen to this and he's upstairs right now so he probably can't even hear me saying it in the background either but i i love you son and i'm so happy for you and i'm so proud of you just before we started recording this tonight we did a review of his report card and his report card was was tremendous. It was just sensational. Uh, threes and fours. Fours are the highest you can get. Threes, obviously, just um, a wee bit less than that. And it was uh, mostly fours and a few threes. So um, he's doing very, very well of that. It gets his brains from his dad, obviously. And something like that, anyway. <laughs> and since I talked about Scotland for the last couple of shout-outs, um, we, I, I'll get one last mention, because obviously they're out of the tournament, and then we will move on and not speak of them again for uh, quite some time, I don't believe. But they did finish the tournament with one goal and one point from three games after last week's heavy defeat at the hands of Croatia in the third and final game. 
On this one occasion, though, there was at least a goal to celebrate when McGregor slotted home with a good finish from outside the box to give the nation at least something uh, to cheer about, albeit kind of short-lived. And thankfully, Nathan Parson did manage to make his international debut later on in the game as a, as a substitute. And once again, he put in a solid and composed shift, looked very, very comfortable and in no way out of place on the international stage. We all knew that's the way that it was going to be, but maybe it was a, a surprise to some others out there that he does look the, the real deal, you know, the genuine article. <clears throat> Excuse me. So great to see him being recognised for his efforts from last season and he is hoping that there are many more caps to come for him in the future. So congratulations to the whole squad for making it to the finals and unfortunately kind of just making up the numbers as, the, as it ended up being, but... At least it gave us something to be a wee bit interested in in the early stages of the competition. From a convention update perspective, this week is the update this week is that we're pretty much in the exact same spot as we were this time last week in terms of what our next steps are for additional ticket sales. We we do need to carve out some time together as as the NARSA convention subcommittee to to work out what's the the best next move for uh, obviously for NASA and for for our guests as well. And I know that I am repeating myself with this, but I just want to make sure that that everyone knows and appreciates the fact that we do want and need our guest experience to be the absolute best it possibly can be at all times, and and maybe even more so for this particular event, with the significance of it being the club's 150th anniversary, a celebration of the 50th anniversary of Barcelona 72, and of course the fact that it's our most popular um, convention that we have ever held. So we won't compromise at all on guest experience for anything, and... You know, all that to say, I would like to get a decision made on what our exact next steps are based on the options that I discussed last week and the week before and get our direction solidified so that we can get the ticket sales out of the way once and for all, as I'm fairly sure they'll sell out again. And then literally, when they're all gone, they're gone and it frees us up from that one part of the logistics organisation and we will be able to concentrate our time and efforts on other aspects of the event and you know in terms of you know VIP guests and solidifying our support for the the local club um, organised events and stuff you know the golf and the football and the excursions and the, the leaving do and things like that and regarding the hotel rooms I have still to reach out to the hotel to to get the modest increase to the the rooms block that I did discuss last week, the, the the week just absolutely zipped by and I never get a chance to do that, but it is on my list of things to do for this week, so I will hopefully have more good news to share on that by the time next week's pod rolls around. From a travel partner perspective, what I, there's no update really on that from what I, I shared uh, last week, but uh, there has been some contact with Roseanne uh, from from the travel company I mentioned before this week and I am confident that we'll be able to provide a material update for everyone on next week's pod. You'll, you'll maybe see on social media that people are already in the process of booking things and getting travel organised because flights are now opening up. So if we're going to do this, we should do it fairly quickly to give people some options and uh, and hopefully some benefits from that as well. So yeah, so it should be some movement this week and I'll be looking forward to sharing that with you as we move forward again. And one final plug from a convention perspective for our convention frequently asked questions document that I've discussed every week for quite some time now. It's on our website and, and most of the practical logistical information that you'll need to, to kind of get your head in the, in the game in terms of what happens uh, leading up to and at the conventions is all listed there. 
So from a communications perspective, some things I did want to mention from a communications angle from this past week. And firstly, you'll likely have heard by now the time of of recording, it's it's almost 10 to 9 my time on, on Monday evening. But you'll likely have heard now that Rangers have, for the sixth year in a row, sold out of season tickets with an incredible 45,000 season tickets being snapped up with more than a month to go before the season starts. An absolutely unbelievable amount of support for our club by fans across the world and, and continuing to do this year after year after year. And, and I guess really truly the only misrepresentation is when I say that it's unbelievable because it actually it just isn't. You know, we've proven for almost 150 years what a great support we are and, and more especially within the past 10 years or so, that's never been more evident to, to the club and to the fans, I suspect, as well. And when you consider during that period of darkness, you know, what we were faced with, the times when we wanted to support but couldn't, as we knew for a fact that our hard-earned monies would have gone in straight into the um, the pockets of some real undesirables and, and we managed to communicate effectively, band together, do the right thing in the moment and then when the time came we dug deep and each and every one of us did and continue to do our own little part to be part of our, of our great club as well so amazing achievement uh, you know there is a, I think it's a five figure uh, waiting list as well for, for season tickets so just utterly unbelievable to have a solid waiting list and 45,000 season tickets sold as well. Just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And secondly, the club also put the home kits on sale this past week to accompany the launch of the training range, which was which, which was announced in the early part of the week as well. So lots of retail action for, for the club this last week. And, and this did lead a little bit um, to there being record sales and lots of sold out signs across the, the shop on the website. And it does look like there are now significant restocking efforts that have already taken place. So the folks who were frustrated over the past couple of days specifically should be able to go in and place their orders now. I got my order in yesterday. Unfortunately, couldn't get Leo a Rangers shirt because they were out of large boys' sizes and I didn't check today to see if they were actually in, but I'll, I'll get to that when I get to that for him so that he can go to junior high with his shiny new Rangers home shirt. But I just like every one for every year. I just can't wait to get my new gear and proudly done it for our 55 celebration party we're having here in Calgary on July 17th. Now that restrictions have been lifted and we're just a few short days away here from going into stage three, which is basically full capacity at all venues across the city. So happy days on that one from my perspective as well. It's just a pity that half the city will be melted by that point with all this bloody heat that we've got right now. <laughs> so the, the next thing from a communication perspective is this one is actually from a couple of weeks ago in terms of when the club communicated it but as it gets closer I did want to make specific mention of the Orange County Soccer Club and Rangers um, Soccer Academy camps that are planned for week of July 19th to 22nd at the Orange County Great Park Sports Complex in Irvine, California. I was initially very excited to see something as prestigious as this going to Irvine because I used to go to Irvine quite regularly when I lived in Paisley and go to the Magnum down there to swim and, and ice skate when I was a boy. And then once I read it properly, I realised that it was a different Irvine and it's actually in California and that's not very funny anyway. And I remembered how ingrained Scotland is 
in the rest of the world, with North Americans regularly copying town or city names from home. So I will put the website article in the blurb for the pod, and if you know of anyone in or around the the California neighbourhood where the, the camps are taking place, who would benefit from attending the camps that are on that week. There's lots and lots of stuff that are going on in and around the camps, and it's not just the one camp. There's a couple of different types of camps. There's an elite camp as well, and it all culminates in being able to attend uh, one of the, the Orange County Soccer Club's league games as well at the end of the, the camp. And it's, you know, so if you know of anyone, please be sure to pass it along. And, and I will put the, I'll put the two websites for this. I'll put the, the, the announcement on the Rangers website from a couple of weeks back. And then I'll put a link straight to the orangecountysoccer.com forward slash camps one as well so that you have that. And just interestingly, I think it was a week or two, maybe, maybe even longer than that, that the governor of California announced that COVID is now a thing of the past in California. And for those that, that know anything about the, the North American, um, you know, disease rate or spread rate of COVID, uh, California was one of the hardest hit. And and of course, that's where uh, NARSA 2020 was supposed to take place, which which was uh, cancelled for San Francisco. But they have, as I say, they have said it's now a thing of the past. And, uh, you know, they have declared, I guess, that a number of vaccinations, first and second dose, if, if appropriate, and active cases rose and fell respectively, uh, to the point where they will now just manage things as general day-to-day life. So all that to say, it seems to be one of the safest places in America now, or, or something like that. Anyway, please don't take that to the bank, and if you get, if you get sick in California, don't say it's because Gary told you on the on the podcast, that would be kind of silly. I'm not a medical doctor, okay? <laughs> so a couple of weeks back, uh, we got... Uh, from our friends at NordVPN, an overview of an online harassment document uh, which provided a wee bit of information of what can be done to minimise and or prevent online harassment in, in this kind of social media age that, that we have. And they did provide an overview that we will try and make available on our website for everyone. And it just goes into basically what is it and you know, if you experience it or if you see it, what you can do about it. And it's it's only a couple of pages long and it's, it's a good read and, and of course, is very prevalent on the back of the various social media blackouts by Rangers staff and and the, the, the club and the, the leagues in England and, and, and that sort of thing that happened over the last month or so. So thanks to Greg from Nord Security for passing it on. I was meaning, I was meaning sorry, to, to mention it last week and... And I literally just forgot until I had clicked stop on the recording. And I thought, oh, well, okay, that's the start of my script for next week then. So through all of this stuff, if we can protect even just one Rangers fan by spending the time including content like this on our pods, then it's, in my opinion, it's it's time most certainly well spent from that perspective. And finally, on the, on the comms for this week, I, I did receive some photographs from our friend Grant McLean from the Sammy Cox Memorial Committee with the finalised bronzed bust of Sammy Cox. And for longer term listeners, you remember that we talked about the, the great work everyone on that committee has been doing for the creation of the Memorial Garden in respect to Sammy's life and his career. And I have to tell you folks that the bust looks absolutely amazing, just terrific. I'd seen the the clay version before it went away to get bronzed and, and to see the, the final article, just tremendous. And I'm hoping now with the restrictions easing, you know, it seems to be on a, on a weekly basis back home that the guys will be in a position to really get things over the line and get this beautiful 
piece of art on display in its rightful and permanent home. So once again, tremendous work to Grant and, and everyone involved for, for keeping this important homage to, to a Rangers legend and friend of Narsa going and, and great, great work. We're trying to get the photographs I was going to try and get the photograph actually to be the, the, the main photograph that we would use for this week's pod, but I just found out some quite fun news tonight that Chris, my main man who does all the production work behind the scenes when I record the podcasts, can't do it this week. So that's why the intro music ended up being a wee bit abrupt, because I just took the intro music from last week's and then cut it off before I started speaking. And there'll be no outro music at the end, because I'm not quite sure how to do that, and I'll end up just making a bit of a mess of it. So the way we deliver the pod this week and maybe next week are going to be a wee bit different than normal, just... Um, that's what happens when we're all volunteers and kind of hacking at this sort of stuff but hopefully it doesn't affect too much your enjoyment of it so all that to say that I don't think the the pod will be available on YouTube probably until about Wednesday maybe maybe Thursday of this week but we'll get it out through the, the Rangers website sorry not the Rangers website I wish through the, the Narasil website so that you can at least access it just by the click of a button or two to get to that so from an interview perspective, I know I've, I've kind of teased this a little bit over the last wee while and I haven't quite managed to take it over the line just yet. I, I promised to, to get to the interviews over the next wee while and, and get ourselves kind of set up with some, some decent Rangers content prior to the season starting, but don't have anything strictly lined up just yet and things are getting kind of busy for people back home as well. So it's definitely on the radar. We'll just see um, when we, what we can do. But one final plug just to to help us continue to keep the dialogue going between the listeners and, and ourselves here at NARSA and make the pod as, as two ways we possibly can. Just as I say, a final plug. If, if you have a shout out, a club anniversary, an event that's happening, a birthday, maybe even a passing or basically anything and that, that you'd like to have mentioned on this pod, then please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly at any time. And I would be more than delighted to, to mention anything you need you need mentioned. And I know for sure that there are good things happening all across our continent here. And it doesn't even have to be NARSA related. You know, it can be someone from anywhere across the world that just wants something to be mentioned here as well. More than happy to do that and keep the Rangers community thriving as well. We just have to find a way to unlock this and then get a little bit of a queue of people coming in and and uh, you know, having a bit of a, of a decent segment there because most of the weeks I'm just kind of scratching for things that I know of and I, and I obviously don't know everything that's going on. So yeah, you can contact me directly at rangersscc at hotmail.com. That's two S's and two C's on the email address. So that's all for this week, folks. Thank you very much once again for taking your valuable time to, to listen to this and please do share it with whomever you think might enjoy it. And until next week, you take care of yourselves. All the very, very best. Cheerio.